everyone, and welcome to the All It Takes a Goal podcast, the best place in the entire world, including all of Canada, to learn how to build new thoughts, new actions, and new results. I'm your host, John Acuff, and today I'm going to teach you the four words that will help you accomplish any goal in 2023. But first, let's hear a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode. Hey, it's John Acuff, and I am already thinking about what I want to accomplish in 2023, and I bet you are too. But here's the thing. According to the University of Scranton, 92% of all New Year's resolutions fail. 92%! Those aren't great odds. They're not. But here's the good news. It's not impossible. In fact, 8% of people finish their New Year's resolutions. They write the book. They get in shape. They grow the business. They learn the foreign language. They do it all. How? Well, that's what my brand new free guaranteed goals challenge is all about. With the right tools, you can stack the deck in your favor, and it's all possible with four simple words. These four words took me from publishing zero books to publishing nine. They took me from running zero miles to running thousands. These four words took me from my first salary at an ad agency to making 50 times that. You heard that right, 50 times that. These are powerful words. And in the Guaranteed Goals Challenge, we're going to break them down piece by piece so that you'll walk away with a guaranteed goal system that you'll be able to use over and over and over again in 2023. The challenge is happening January 10th through the 12th. You'll learn how to get out of the dreaming phase, how to make a plan that's right for you, how to finally stop procrastinating, and so much more. The best part is it's 100% free, no strings attached, and it's all online. So you can watch it from wherever you are. No matter what you want to start, whatever you want to do in 2023, if it's write a book, start a podcast, lose weight, Start a business, scale a business, literally anything. You can accomplish it with this system. I guarantee it. Join the free Guaranteed Goals Challenge at acuff.me slash challenge. That's A-C-U-F-F dot me, M-E, slash challenge. acuff.me slash challenge. And I'll see you on January 10th. All right, let's jump into today's episode. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. It's January. We've got a whole new year headed our way. And I want to start by going backwards a little bit. You see, three years ago this month, I thought my year, 2020, was going to be amazing. I was about to open up for Dolly Parton at the Ryman Auditorium. I was doing comedy. I was so excited about that. I had a book named Soundtracks that I just finished writing. And we're going to do a big tour and it was going to be amazing. And I had more speaking engagements on the calendar than I had ever booked before. And I remember thinking, 2020 is going to be the best year ever. And then it was like the narrator said, it was not to be the best year ever. Every speaking engagement I had, which is the biggest part of my business, got canceled or rescheduled. So about 50 trips got turned into one. What's the math on that? Is the math, I I lost 98%. I'm a writer, so I'm not great at math. I feel like that means 98% down. If you ever have a business, and maybe you don't own your own business, but I'll just, I'll give you like one of the business lessons you'll learn is if you lose 98% of something that's not... That's not great. That's not, I didn't go to business school. I don't have an MBA, but I'm pretty sure 98% down is, that's not the way you want things to, to track. So I had all this time in my hands, all these ideas I wanted to share and no way to share them. And a friend named Pedro, a friend of mine um, from LA, pulled me aside after a few months of moping. I was really focused on moping initially. Um, he pulled me aside and was like, hey, 
you need to share those line, those ideas online, like share them online. And I had, I'd done random things like Facebook lives or Instagram stories, but Pedro was essentially like, do keynotes online. If you can't travel to people, just do the events online, do them for free and invite the entire internet. And I was overwhelmed at that idea at first. I'm not very tech savvy. I'm, I'm really not. Um, my team always makes fun of me that I'm, I use Google Docs like very like an old man. I'm like, how do you do the Google Doc? Like, and it's in the cloud. Like, I'm not tech savvy. Um, I mean, I was about ten years late to doing a podcast. After all, like my podcast is only nearly two years old, and uh, my friends for twelve years like you should get on. A, you should have a podcast. And I was like, I don't know. Does that? Do I have to plug in a microphone? Does anything have to buffer with that? I feel like I'm always hearing that word. Things are buffering. Like, do I have to upload stuff? I'm late on technology. I'm slow on technology. But the pandemic was a season of pivoting for me. So I eventually pivoted. And 50,000 people and half a dozen online events later, I'm in love with this idea. So I did one online event, one online challenge called the Overcoming Overthinking Challenge, which I feel like it says it right there in the name. It was about overcoming overthinking. It was about mindset. I did one called Beyond Perfectionism. Um, the Beyond Perfectionism Challenge was about moving beyond the limitations of perfectionism. I did one called the Back To Challenge. That was about getting back to the goals that matter most to you. So the goal you put down. It was also timed around September where a lot of people are coming back to school. And I thought, you know what? We as adults should use that momentum. Like September is the second January. Um, I learned that working for Home Depot because we would do big sales, big sales pushes, big project pushes pushes in September because as all these kids go back to school, there's a lot of cultural momentum about change and adults can change too in that season. So I did one called the back to challenge and the setup is pretty simple. So for a few days in a row, I jump online and I, I share content for 30 to 60 minutes, depending on the subject. And I share it on Facebook and YouTube. We have a private Facebook group with almost 20,000 people in it, and they're just the most encouraging people in it. Kind of the rule with the group is you've got the rest of the internet to be a jerk on. Like in this group, don't be a jerk. Like be kind to people. Um, it's not a democracy. Like you will get booted so fast if you're a jerk. It's an awesomeocracy. That's, that's the word I use, which is a silly made up word, but that's the vibe we're trying to create. We host the videos also on YouTube because there are a lot of folks who are like, I don't use Facebook. Um, how do I participate? Now you can certainly watch the events live, but most people I would say watch the replays because folks are busy. They've got jobs and taxes and soccer games and swim meets, and they usually watch them on their own later and catch up on their own time. And it's all free. So we usually have like 5,000, 8,000, 10,000, depends on the topic. Um, like, up to 10,000 people jump in. So I'm doing one this week called the Guaranteed Goals Challenge. It's January, and this is an amazing time, obviously, to focus on goals. You've got an entire fresh year in front of you. So today, I'm going to share the first bit of content that I'll be teaching tomorrow, January 10th, in the challenge. Why am I doing that today on the podcast? Well, I really have two hopes. Here are my two hopes. Number one, I hope that you hear this on a Monday, like you're one of the people that's like, I listen to the podcast as soon as it comes up. That's amazing. Thank you for doing that. But I hope that you hear it on a Monday today and think, oh, 
okay, okay, I want to hear the rest of this. Like, I'm going to watch this challenge with John. Awesome. And you sign up at www.acuff.me slash challenge. A-C-U-F-F dot M-E slash challenge. My second hope is that if you're listening to this tomorrow, on Tuesday, or even next week, and you miss the challenge, that you still get to experience the content because I think these four words I'm going to teach you are really going to help you. Now, I, I think we should move beyond just help you. Like, I don't think that's strong enough. I think the four words I'm going to teach you today are going to change your entire year. It will probably change your entire life too, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. These are not magical words. Um, you've used all of them before. I guarantee that. You've said them out loud. You've texted them. You've put them in emails. You're familiar with these words. But today, for the first time ever, you're going to put them in the right order. Because when these four words get together, something magical does indeed happen. Now, I'm starting to get a little bit of like a Siegfried and Roy vibe right now. And like, magic, and there's a white tiger, because I keep using that word. But I don't know how else to say it. When you combine these four words, when you stack them in the right order, you can accomplish any goal. If you want to get in shape, you want to lose a few pounds, use these four words. If you want to write a book, use these four words. If you want to start a business, use these four words. If you want to scale a business, like maybe you already have a little bit of a side hustle and you're like, okay, it's time for me to take it to the next level. I got I to grow it up. I got to mature it a little bit. Use these four words. If you want a happy marriage, use these four words. If you want to learn how to play the drums, guess what? Use these four words. How did I find them? It took me personally about 12 years. I wrote my first book about goals in 2011. I spent the next 12 years researching, writing, teaching, and working with more than 100,000 people on their goals. I'm a goal nerd. And figuring out the best way to finish the goals that matter most became my obsession. I wrote the first book, that, that first goal book in 2011, the second one in 2013. That one actually hit the New York Times bestsellers list, which was awesome. I wrote the third one in 2015, the fourth one in 2017, the fifth one in 2021, and the sixth comes out this fall. I've written nine books total, but six of them have been about changing your life and using goals to do that. So I have this 12-year body of content. And then my friend Caleb said to me one day, hey, how would you summarize all of that? Isn't that a, isn't that a good question? If I had to write everything I've ever learned about a goal onto a post-it note, and I'm holding up a post-it note right now if you're, watching, if you're watching this on YouTube, how would I write it? If someone, you maybe, didn't have time for the full 12-year goal obsession, fire hose of content experience, how would I boil everything down to its most powerful, concentrated edition? That's a good question. And that's what I'm going to spend the next three days unpacking in the Guaranteed Goals Challenge. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 12 p.m. Central, I'm going to teach you how to use these four magical words. And of course, there will be prizes. There'll be a Lego set, AirPod Pros, books, 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 books. I forgot to mention that. I realized around the second time that I did one of these online challenges that prizes are fun. They're just fun. To, it's just fun to give away stuff you love. And because... I run the challenges. I get to choose what the prizes are. Like, we don't have to be like, you want a cheese basket. And then it's like a bunch of cheeses you hate. 
I mean, not that I could ever really think of a cheese I hate, but you know what I mean. But I like to give away huge Lego sets. Like we gave away the Ghostbuster car one year, the Ecto-1. Um, this time we're giving away, I think, the Porsche 911, the Turbo Targa one. If you're a gold nerd slash Lego nerd like myself, it's very specific. It's a, it's a narrow Venn diagram. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But let's not wait any longer to discuss these four words. It's January, Christmas and Hanukkah are over. The kids are back in school. It's time to get busy on this new year. So here's 12 years of goal research condensed down to the four most important words that will help you accomplish any goal. Are you, are you ready? All you have to do to win any goal that you want in life is number one, dream. Number two, plan. Number three, do. And number four, review. That's it. Dream, plan, do, review. Were, were you hoping? Be honest. Were you hoping that one of the words would be something exotic like Donnybrook or Ballyhoo? Those are great words. Donnybrook, Ballyhoo, Nougat is great, Bungalow is great. The words I just mentioned, I mean, come on. Dream, plan, do, review. Those are very boring words. But, ooh, in the right order, they are are rocket fuel. So what do they mean? Well, let's define them with one central question for each. When you dream, when that's the stage you're in, the question you're trying to answer is, what do I want to do? That's the core question. What do I want to do? When you're in the second stage, when you're in plan, the question you're trying to answer is, how Will I do it? How will I do it? When you're in do, the question's a little different because this question is, are you doing it? Are you doing it right now? Or are you right now? Are you doing it? And then the last question, stage four, review, did it work? That is the perfect order to accomplish any goal. So let's walk through the process together. Okay, first, you dream. This is pure creativity. There are no limits, no rules, as many ideas as you want. What do you, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? What do you want to learn? What do you want to buy? Where do you want to live? Where do you want to visit? Do you want to record an album? Awesome. You should do that. Do you want to pay off your debt? Cool. Let's go. Do you want to move to Montana because you saw the show Yellowstone? And even though you've never ridden on a horse, you currently own a cowboy hat and you're thinking this could be the year. It's time for my the, the Yellowstone like chapter of my life. Nice. Go for it. When you dream, there are no restrictions. I always say fire the bouncer. There's no bouncer in like a, a tight black shirt with his arms crossed at the door and a velvet rope going, no, you don't get in here. No restrictions. That's first stage. Now, once you dream, it's time to move to plan. It's time to move to the second stage. That's... When you answer that question, how will you do it? That's the big question. But it's not the only one you ask during this stage. You also ask things like, when will you do it? That's important too. I mean, do you have the time in your schedule? This dream you have, this plan you have, this hope you have, do you actually have time for it right now in your current life? Or will you need to quit something else so that you can focus on this new goal? Well, you need to start getting up early or maybe staying up late or maybe, maybe doing both. Another question to ask is, where will you do it? Where? That's an important question for a plan. Susan Robertson, 
finished her degree online while in the car rider pickup line. That, that's a real person that did a real amazing thing. Susan Robertson, she had a plan that was so great that regardless of where she was, regardless of how little time she had, she could make some progress. She told me that she made use of the time, quote, I'm quoting Susan Robertson, even if it was simply listening to audio from a video or the textbook being read out loud. Shout out, by the way, to every mom who is crushing it in the car rider pickup line right now. If that's you, please know that I am cheering you on. Another important question for the plan stage is, who will you do it with? Who? And, and that shouldn't end in a preposition, and it's probably supposed to be whom. I apologize to Mrs. Harris. You taught me better grammar than that in the third grade. But, it, but it's still a, good, still a good question. Who do you need help from in order to make this plan work? Do you, I don't know, do you need a trainer? What about a coach? Do you need an accountability group? I saw 50 people in a parking lot in Homewood, Alabama the other day at 7 a.m. Work, working out together. 50 people. Why? Because when each of them planned, they realized, ooh, in order for me to stay faithful to my health goal, I need 49 other people in that parking lot too. So who's going to help you? Another question is, how long will you do it? Is this a goal that will take a week, a month, six months, a year? Maybe, maybe it'll take even longer. Like right now, I'm in year 13 of one of my goals, and I think it's going to take me about another four years to finish it. Now, I want to be upfront. I didn't set out to work on it for 17 years at the beginning. Like 13 years ago, I didn't sit down and go, what do I want to accomplish in 17 years? Who creates goals like that? That would have been so overwhelming. But what happened was along the way, I started to pick up momentum on this one like part of my life. And I realized, oh, wait a second. I think if I really put some structure around that, if I was really deliberate around that, I think there's a big goal I can accomplish here. Ooh, I should put some structure here. And I just kept going. Once you have a plan, which is the second stage, remember we're going dream, plan, Now you're going to get to the third stage, which this is going to blow your mind. You do it. Stage three, you do it. You get to work. If you want to write a book, you you write. If you want to run a 5K, you run. If you want to start a business, you build a website, contact clients, and launch a social media campaign. If you want to finish a college degree, you go back to class. If you want to become a real estate agent, you study for the exam. If you want to record a podcast, you buy a microphone, you sign up for a service like Squadcast, and you finish your first episode. You do it, whatever the it is. And then the fourth stage, the final stage, you review it. That's the last stage. Did it work? If it did, keep on doing it. If it didn't, go back to planning. Adjust your plan. A review will tell you immediately if you're headed in the right direction. That's the system right there. Dream, plan, do, review. Now that you know the words, the four simple stages that will help you accomplish any goal, how would you rank yourself from best to worst? One to four, how would you rank yourself on those four stages? I'll tell you how I would have ranked myself before I spent 12 years learning how to accomplish goals. In 2011, before I wrote my first book about goals, 
Oh man, it was so long ago. I had such dark hair at that time. Like a night sky where the stars have given up and blackness swallows the horizon. That's actually the phrase people use to describe me. They'd be like, you know John, right? John Acuff, he's that guy who has a hair that is so dark it's like blackness has swallowed the horizon. People said that. It was such a nice compliment. But mom, my hair is very gray. Anyway, in 2011, here's how I would have ranked myself on these four critical stages. Number one, my best stage was dream. I was amazing at this stage. I had notebooks filled with ideas about things I was going to do someday. Notebook on notebook on notebook. Just stacks and stacks of what if? My poor wife, Jenny, will tell you that. She was tired of hearing me talk about what I was going to do someday, but never really finished. I could come up with hundreds of goals without breaking a sweat. I was the king of dreaming. The next stage I was okay at was do. I was pretty good at doing. I wasn't amazing at it, but I could do it whenever I decided to really buckle down. The problem was I was erratic, so I didn't have a plan. So often all my hustle led nowhere. It was like sprinting on ice. Like I was, my legs were going, I was moving as fast as I could. I was like, yeah, let's go. I just wasn't making any, any progress. It was all disconnected. It wasn't tied to a bigger goal or a system or a structure. What's an example of this happening? I would say my self-published book that I am aware of. There is only one in existence. I wrote an entire book. That's a lot of do. And then I, I never sold it. I, I never did. I, it's from 2007. That's 16 years ago. I wrote a whole book and then I never sold it. I even got it printed. Again, I could crank out words. I was all due, but without a plan and without a review, your goals don't really go anywhere. On my list, from best to worst, I'd say this has to be the bronze medal if we're going one, two, three, and then fourth didn't even, didn't even medal, didn't even place, didn't even podium, as they say. The third thing for me was plan. I was bad at this stage. I'm not a natural planner. I've learned how to be better at it over the years, but it's not something that comes easy to me. It's not natural. I, I tend to rush right by this stage, jumping from dreaming to doing. Have you ever done that with something you have to put together? Like it, it was just Christmas. Maybe you did that with a toy for your kid. You did the dream part. You imagined her having an amazing time with some new dollhouse, like a really complicated, fancy dollhouse. And so you bought it. You dreamt about it. You bought it. And then instead of pouring over the instructions, you jumped right into doing. You just got busy building. My wife, Jenny, is the opposite. She's a planner. She does the opposite of what I do. She actually has her master's in construction management from Georgia Tech. So when I say she's a planner, I mean she's really a planner. Before she starts putting together a piece of Ikea furniture, for instance, she lays out or lies out again. Sorry, Mrs. Harris. I, I promise you I paid attention to a lot of stuff, but lies, lays, I always get that backwards. She puts out every piece of the furniture, every nut, every bolt, every piece of wood. She puts it all out to make sure the box came with everything she needs. Not me. My natural tendency is to jump in and just start banging away and like build half of it until I look up and realize, oh, I put one piece backwards or I'm missing three pieces and the, all the progress doesn't matter. So plan is my third. My fourth, like if, again, best to worst. So right now we got dream, we got do, we got plan. The fourth thing for me, review. I didn't even do this stage. For most of my life, I didn't even know this is something you're supposed to do with goals. I skipped this stage altogether. I would never pause a goal in the middle of the doing stage and go, let's see how it's working. 
Let's check in on the progress. Let's track our results so we can tweak them and get even better results. I never did that. You sometimes see this in health goals where people skip an important part of their health goal. So there are people who want to lose weight, for instance. So they start exercising more and they're at the gym all the time. They're walking miles in their neighborhood. They're on the Peloton. They're doing CrossFit. They are killing the exercise part, but often they don't change their diets at all. That's been my attitude before. Like I'm all do no review. So someone will say, Hey, why don't, why don't you just review what you're eating? Like how many calories? What, you know, are you getting enough protein? How are your macros? Like whatever the question is, why don't you just review what you're eating and then make some tweaks. There's a chance that that much queso is hurting your health goal. And I'm always just like, nah, I'll just run more. I'll just make it up by running and exercising more. I'll just lean into doing. That's why there's a popular phrase with health goals that says you can't out-exercise a bad diet. You can't out-exercise a bad diet. That's what happens when someone tries to overdo the do and never does the review. So my list from best to worst is dream, do, plan, review. Now, now it's your turn. How would you rank them for yourself? Which one of those are you crushing right now? Which one is crushing you? There's a little bit of podcast homework for you. Occasionally, I like to be like, hey, I think you should try this. Here's a practical thing I think you should think through. Rank the four stages in your own life. And be honest, it's, it's just us. If you're not good at any of them, write that down. If you're great at one, write that down. Or maybe you're feeling particularly brave and you could ask your spouse or significant other. Like say to your partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, best friend, etc. Hey, John Acuff says that there are four main stages to every goal, like dream, plan, do, and review. Which one do you think I'm great at? And which one do I suck at? If they actually care about you, They'll tell you. They'll go, oh, really? Okay. Are you sure? Like a lot of times when you ask people for real feedback, they first go, is this a trap? Is this a trick? Are you sure you want this? And then if you go, no, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me, they'll go, okay, you are terrible at blank. Now, the good news, of course, is that you can learn how to be amazing at all of these. In fact, I'm going to spend a lot of time this year, in fact, the rest of the year working with some of you on that. The whole year. More, more on that next week. I'll, I'll share more on that next week. But it's true. If you're great at planning, but not doing, we can change that. If you're comfortable dreaming, like you're an amazing person for dreaming, but you have a hard time planning, we can, we can work on that. That's what life is about. You take what you're good at and you continue to add new skills to it. It reminds me of the progression of Michael Jordan. He was always great at dunking. But he became lethal when he added a jump shot to his game. Like, he took a natural skill and developed additional skills to support it. Not only that, but when the Detroit Pistons started bullying him by physically pushing him around, like he ran into the Pistons in the playoffs and he couldn't get through the Pistons, he started weight training with a guy named Tim Grover. Tim Grover has written a bunch of books. That was unusual at the time. Like We're used to it now that athletes really care about their nutrition and their diet and working out. But at the time when Jordan was doing that in the 80s and the 90s, basketball players didn't lift weights because they were afraid it was going to ruin their shooting form. But Jordan's attitude was, okay, my inside game won't be enough to get to the next level. Like he could get by on acrobatic dunks in college, but at the next level, he needed new skills. I want both of us to think about this year that way. I want us to reach new levels. So in order to reach new levels, we might have to develop new skills in stages we've been ignoring. So rank the stages. Like how do they look in your life so we know what you need to focus on? Now, if I were you, if I were you, 
I'd be thinking one thing. This is too good to be true, right? I mean, four stages, is that it? Is it really that simple? There's so much hype on podcasts and online. Is, is this just more hype? Do these words actually work? Well, I'll tell you why I'm confident in them for two reasons. I got two reasons. The first is, these are the four words that helped me go from zero books written until I was 34 to nine books written in the last 13 years. These are the words. These are the four words that helped me 50X my salary from the first year I had an adult job at an advertising agency to right now. These are the four words that helped me go from zero miles run to thousands of miles run. I never share ideas with you in books, on podcasts, and challenges, on Instagram. I'll never share ideas with you that I haven't tested first in my own life. The second reason I love these words so much is that I've personally seen them work for thousands of people over the years. Because of my job, whether it's speaking on stages, working with companies to change their cultures, or teaching thousands of people online, I've had a front row seat to life transformations. I've had the privilege to watch so many people radically change their lives. In fact, it happens so often that we joke about it now at the UPS store. There's one part of it that we joke about. I have a PO box um, and 90% of the mail I receive are books people have written after using these four words. When I pick up my packages, like I, I get a little slip in my box. I'm like, hey, I got a package. The UPS store employee will say, oh, let me guess, because they have to go find in this pile of boxes in the back room. He goes, let me guess. I'm looking for like a book-sized box back here. I wonder what it could be. Could it be a book? I've been sent more than probably 200 books total, 200 books over the years that people have finished. I got one from Cassidy Doolittle and Jessica Jernigan called Like Your Laugh just the other day. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm holding it up right now. They did such a great job on this book. Kudos, Cassidy and Jessica. It's beautiful. And it's so fun to see people finish the goals they really care about. These four stages work, which is why you should ask another big question next. Okay, if they work, John Acuff, why doesn't, why doesn't everybody do it? Why doesn't everybody use these stages? That's another great question. Most people actually do use one or two of these stages, but they get stuck. And I don't mean that in the general sense of the word. I mean, there are four specific places, four specific people get stuck. That's right. Four specific places that four specific people get stuck. I'm talking about dreamers, perfectionists, procrastinators, and hustlers. Any of those names feel familiar? Did you just think to yourself, oh, yeah, that's me. And I think he's about to step on my toes. Dreamers, perfectionists, procrastinators, and hustlers. It's true. I, I am going to step on your toes a little bit, but, but not yet. I'll share the four places that dreamers, perfectionists, procrastinators, and hustlers get stuck two weeks from now in a follow-up episode to this one on this podcast two weeks from now. If you don't want to wait that long, I mean, I, I personally hate waiting, which is why the Costco gas line is really an issue for me. It's so much cheaper gas, but when I see the line, I'm like, like, it's an issue. But if you don't like waiting, I'll share the content Wednesday in the Guaranteed Goals Challenge. Like Wednesday. No, you know what? Not even Wednesday. Tuesday. I'm sharing it Tuesday. Let me correct myself. You don't even have to wait that long. 24 hours even. That's, that's fantastic. I'll share it Tuesday. It's free. It's like this podcast. And it's just even bigger and more fun. And I think you'll love it. So sign up today at www.acuff.me slash challenge. That's A-C-U-F-F dot M-E slash challenge. The four words that will help you accomplish any goal in 2023.
quick review, quick recap, because it's about 28 minutes and maybe you need a recap. Or dream, plan, do, review. And there's four types of people that get stuck during this process. It's dreamers, procrastinators, perfectionists, and hustlers. Don't miss that episode in two weeks or hear it first, learn it first tomorrow in the Guaranteed Goals Challenge. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll put all the links in the show notes as always. And thank you for reviewing my podcast. Here's one from Beach Girl 317 that I recently saw that I love. She said, didn't expect to become a regular listener. John's podcast seemed like a light, goofy, occasional listen, something to passively listen to while running errands or tidying. But then I look back over the next two years, I realize that the ideas and actions that I've incorporated in most of my life are all from John and his guests. Inspiring, truthful, personal, and funny. I'm a steadfast listener now, often replaying episodes multiple times to catch it all. Highly recommend. I think I've even mentioned that review twice. I think this is my second time talking about that one. Or maybe it's my first time. I'm not sure. But it was so encouraging to me. So thank you for doing that, Beach Girl 317. I love that you're encouraged by the guests I have on. I've got a whole awesome year of content headed our way, and I can't wait to keep sharing on this podcast. So please make sure you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss another episode. I'll see you next Monday. And remember, all it takes is a goal. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the All It Takes is a Goal podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content from John Acuff, visit acuff.me slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the All It Takes is a Goal podcast.